Greetings and welcome to Qualified Nonsense. Here at Qualified Nonsense, we tackle the tough questions that you send in with our sage and sound advice. Acoustic or electric? Guitar or banjo? Spoons or forks? Stick around to find out our thoughts on these questions and more. My name's Jake. I'm Brandon. And I'm Matt. And this is Qualified Nonsense. Qualified Nonsense was created by childhood best friends that didn't want to lose their long-lasting friendship. So we decided to create a podcast doing what we do best, giving you our quote-unquote professional advice on real-world problems and curiosities. In all reality, we hope to connect with you, the listener, and deepen our friendship all around. So let's get to it. Welcome to another episode. Now's the time on the show where we try to get to know the hosts a little better by sharing one or two things we've consumed recently that we really enjoyed. Jake, what are some things you enjoyed recently? Recently, I enjoyed watching The Menu. Uh, I saw it on HBO Max, I think. And um, that was a delightful, entertaining piece of work. Um, it's uh, It's got the woman from The Queen's Gambit. And uh, 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 who's, the, who's the guy? Ray Fiennes, Ray Nicholas Fiennes, Holt. yeah, John Leguizamo, yep, nope, great, great cast, very enjoyable, a very sort of um, uh, eat the rich sort of uh, commentary horror ish. I'm not usually down with horror, but um, this was like the right amount for me. It was just spooky enough. Um, yeah, I recommend it. It, it was very enjoyable. Um, uh, and I watched it together when we were done, we turned it off and we just sort of sat in silence for a minute or two and we were just like, huh. And I appreciate those movies. They sort of, um, they, uh, they, they do a take on, on what is sort of normally achieved. And I, I appreciate that. I second that. I, I enjoyed it. That's mine. Yeah. That's it. This week was just kind of average. Do you have any food oh. you liked, or uh... wait, talk about your talk okay. about your pottery class? Oh yeah. Um, so this week I did a pottery class for the very first time, and it was enjoyable, and it was something that uh, like actually resonated with me. I haven't taken a class like a proper class in a long time, and it was me, a teacher. And like three other people. Um, nice. And the class came with like, uh, it was an hour and a half. And it was very basic. We're going to all make bowls together. And um, I I don't remember the last time I caught on to something so well that I was just like, all right, I got this. See ya. Because they, <laughs> the instructor was saying, oh, you know, with your class, you get, it's it includes one piece. If you want to make others or if you feel like you're getting the hang of it, you can go on, but they they cost extra. And uh, they, it was like $10 or something to get it fired and glazed and everything. I was like, sweet. So I wound up making three pieces, and the very last thing that I made was a pitcher. So um, hopefully I'll be getting it back in a couple weeks. And when the world explodes, they will think that we were a primitive civilization just based off of what I made, if they find my bowls. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Is that the first time you've used a potter's wheel it's ever that's the first time i've ever thrown on a wheel Ooh, thrown on a wheel that's good good that's what it's called 
Good words. It's like your hand is being guided by a ghost from behind. Yeah. Somebody somebody asked if I was um, if I was Demi Moore or Patrick Swayze. And I just took an Enneagram test again, which if you've never done that, you should take an Enneagram test. It tells you your personalities and all your traits and stuff. So I'd definitely be Demi Moore, but not like G.I. Jane Demi Moore. I'd be like super soft Sensei. ghost Demi Moore. Striptease yeah. Demi Moore. Ooh. <laughs> Probably, yeah, ooh, ooh. yeah, could be. <laughs> Didn't think about that one. Anyway, that's, yeah, pottery class. Bowls and stuff. Nice. What you got, Brandon? Uh, I have uh, another TV show. Uh, I I have been enjoying I haven't finished it yet. I'm almost done. But uh, I've been watching Tulsa King with Sylvester Stallone on Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a silly show for dads, I think. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm really liking it. It's kind of, it, it's, uh, created by Tyler Sheridan who created Yellowstone, which I, I haven't been able to get into that, but I, I do enjoy the Tulsa King. It's about a, um, Mafia Capo, who was in prison for 25 years, and then he gets out and he's sent to Tulsa to work. And it's um, about him coping there. And it's uh, Sylvester Stallone is the main guy. It's uh... Tulsa King, but it, it is nice. there. There are a lot of. Um, it is like very. Like there's a lot of like aggrieved white dad sort of humor in it. Like he's like, well, "What's with these kids and all their pronouns now?" And like that kind of like <laughs> <laughs> that sort of stuff. Like oh, my day, we had a bubble, you know. Just walking around drinking Miller Light, <laughs> weekend dad. It's a uh, it's a fun show. Nice. Hopefully, uh, you can either. Watch the menu, take a pottery class, watch Tulsa King. We're all three. Let us know. Now, let's take a break. And welcome back. If you'd like your question, comment, or misconnection read on the show, drop us a line at qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or write to us on our socials. First question comes to us from Marie in Colorado. Marie writes, Hello, my husband and I agree on most things, but there are a few trivial issues we don't see eye to eye on. Occasionally, this has led to some intense arguments, which seems not worth it when the stakes are so low. It's not like we're arguing about money or the state of our relationship. It's usually about stuff like politics, what to eat, what to watch, stupid stuff like that. How do you guys resolve differences of, of opinion with your partners? Thank you. I usually get the last word in and then walk away. My man. Yeah, I say five across <laughs> the eyes. And, no. Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> uh, no, I, I. I uh, so here's the thing: when you're arguing about that kind of stuff, is I think anybody would agree it's super easy to get just that it's super easy to get really heated over and be like no fucking taquitos are not flautas they're fundamentally different flautas are bigger 
and they're flakier. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's a flour tortilla, uh, not a corn. Fucking idiot. And then just walk away. Um, <laughs> no, don't do that. Or do that. Um, make you feel like a big, strong man. Ooh, that's a tough one. When it's, it would be better if you could recognize it up front saying, all right, this is a dumb thing. And I'm going to get heated over this and either decide to go like, just send it or walk away from it. But you have to recognize that this is a dumb, trivial thing. I, I do think it's, it's hard because, um, my wife, my wife, my wife and I, uh, we, uh, <laughs> uh we, we my wifi. do agree on a lot of things. There's not a lot we disagree on. Um, but something we do, um, is we don't, uh, we don't force the other person to do something that they don't want to do. So if we're talking about, you know, like if there's a food or something like, like for example, like I, I like black licorice. Krisha does not, uh, like, I'm not going to force her to eat black licorice. Um, you know, and, and so, I mean, that's kind of a simple example, but, um, if it's something like an issue in the news or political and we have a difference of opinion, we do listen to each other and kind of politely agree to disagree and don't really make a big deal out of it. But fortunately there's not a lot that we disagree on. Um, yeah. What's your feelings on, uh, red vines versus, uh, uh, whatever the shitty ones are. Whatever um, the shitty ones are. Twizzler? Twizzlers. That's what Kara really likes. Uh, I prefer... They're disgusting. They taste like plastic. I, I agree. Don't they, don't they all taste like plastic? <laughs> no, the red vine tastes like licorice. The oh. Twizzlers taste like plastic. Oh. Yeah, Twizzlers, I, I think, or I, I don't like them very much. But... um, Jake? So, yeah, I, I don't know. The... um. I'm interested in this um, because we've talked about it before, how if you're bickering about something small, it's usually indicative of something larger. Um, and even though you're not um, characterizing it as a, a problem with your relationship or anything like that, and I'm not saying that it, that it has to be this, but um, perhaps the perhaps you're trivializing the um sort of small things can be triggering to your partner which is which is how they sort of escalate into bigger issues so i i i would just take a a minute to look at um how how actually trivial it is and and to whom it is trivial um uh, because because it, it you know even though it might seem dumb it might be a a pain point for your partner and something that you can just be a little more cognizant of um and and vice versa for them um you know for for myself for my relationship i think we uh, ann and i we agree agree on a lot um and there are certainly times where we disagree and i come from a you know for whatever reason i'm not as communicative about my emotions or feelings so i tend to shut down quicker than i do talk about like the quicker than i am to talk about things but um but yeah like like 
having open conversations that are not specifically about the item, but make sure that, that you're checking in with the individual, checking in with your partner, making sure that you're in a comfortable space to, to have an open conversation. I think that's pretty important. I would say one way to avoid conflict and kind of to touch on what, what Jake said about checking in is, um, to ask your partner's opinion in advance of, especially if you're making a decision about something like, even if it's something trivial, like you're going to watch something on TV, like maybe there was something that they wanted to watch. But if you're like, Hey, what do you think about blah, blah, blah. But I mean, do that, especially if it is like a huge, you're, you know, wanting to redecorate the bathroom or something, but you know, that way it doesn't, create conflict by dismissing their feelings. Now here's something, here's an idea. Maybe uh, because your relationship is in a good state and because um, you're not sort of like arguing about the big things, um, maybe, you know, at the beginning of our episodes now, we are talking about things that we are enjoying consuming for the first time, um, whether it be, shows like TV shows or movies that we've seen or like restaurants we've eaten at or food that we've tried. Um, not in like a, not in like an obtuse way, but maybe you need to spice things up, um, and, and have more new things to talk about. Um, perhaps, uh, investigate to see if you are in a, some, somewhat of a rut. And so all you have to fall back on to converse about are the things that you potentially butt heads about. And that sort of, um, that, that sort of perspective that you may both have of being, um, unexcited, um, yields this sort of, this sort of, uh, headbutting. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, I mean, this one is kind of tough because without, you know, without going into specifics to, you know, figure out what is going on. I, I, I do think maybe, you know, some people just for fun needle their partner, you know, uh, just to get a yeah. rise out of them and maybe that's that's what's going on in your relationship that you're just either you or um, your partner are just little stinkers and try to get a, a laugh out of you know yeah um brandon you mentioned something like if your partner doesn't like something don't try to make them do it or have it or whatever and mm-hmm. um s- something that that Anna has called out to me is that I'm, I have a, I have a perpetual little brother, um, complex, complex. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm, so I'm always sort of teasing, uh, in a way. And, and I don't think that that's necessarily healthy. Sometimes it's fun for everybody, but, but a lot of times it's not. Um, and it's only fun for me. So like, you know, luckily we've had open conversations about it and it hasn't really like it's, it's helped lighten it a bit, I guess. But like, for instance, Anna doesn't like things like head cheese or like weird sort of meats or oysters or something like that. And every time there are oysters available, I'm like, Ooh, Anna, do you want one? And she's like, no, fuck off in a nice way. And so 
uh, avoiding things like that, like like being being you know thoughtful and not not sort of towing the line is is actually a good thing. <laughs> so think about that. Think about who's getting who's actually getting the jollies out of a conversation, and if it's only you, then step off. And that's advice that I should take. This is advice for me. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say on this because I am one that likes to. I, I just, I just do. I'm a, I'm a poker. <laughs> uh, so I don't have any good. I have no good advice on this. P- poke away, my dude. Matt, poke you away. are, you are a, <laughs> a well-known instigator. So. <laughs> yep. Uh, friend of podcast Ryan's uh, mom called me an instigator. Uh, really. <laughs> when uh, oh man we were kids the story being i think we were in high school uh, right? was this was this when they were like when there were tire tracks on there was this what oh that yeah i think it was around that time so they had the they had property in their driveway like just blended into the to the yard and we all had our cars and we were backing out and um I got blamed for it, and although I'm more than confident, I, like my car, if 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 my car at that time got an inch of mud on it, the it would neon? have been stuck for life. No, no, no. This was the uh, the Colt, that white Plymouth Colt we yeah. used to ram each other with. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that car wouldn't that car couldn't get out of a gravel pit, and so I, I came away and it's like, yeah, my mom's convinced you you did this. I was like, I don't. I didn't, I didn't drive through your yard. Uh, she's like, well, she says you're the instigator. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> hmm. So I'm just an instigator. Yeah, well known. That's what I do. There. Yep. Classic. All these years. It still wasn't me. I didn't do it. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. It was probably me. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the situation was, but. Well, they've sold that house, so it doesn't matter. Did they? Somebody else's problem yep. now. Where do they live now? Uh, don't. Yeah, never mind. Doesn't matter. Let's dox them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. Oh, this is a good. No. A good segment. I don't know. I don't know how helpful. You know what? You win some, you Marie. lose some, Marie. But uh, best of luck in your good luck, Marie. And thanks for having Jake. <laughs> uh, thanks for re- having Jake come to some realizations. Yeah. Good question. I'm out here. <laughs> All right, our next question comes to us from Austin. Austin writes, Hi, QN. I was raised in a pretty sheltered environment where I wasn't allowed to watch, read, or listen to media that wasn't chosen for me by my parents. Because of this, I felt isolated from my peers who were always referencing pop culture. When I went to college, I started trying to make up for lost ground by ingesting all sorts of things that were kept from me as a child, gravitating particularly to music. Do you have any cultural blind spots that you're aware of? Music, movies, TV, art, etc. that you feel you're missing out on? If so, how do you plan to tackle it? I like this question. I don't know that I, yeah. I don't know that I have anything particular that, uh, like, in current day I'm missing out on. I mean, music and media is so readily available, especially as an adult. Um, but I do identify with you a bit, Austin. I grew up relatively sheltered. Um, and it, I wasn't allowed to watch the Simpsons. That was the only show that was like on antenna that we could have gotten. 
and we didn't have the ability to have cable TV. And I grew up religious, so I get where you're coming from. It's uh, the minute you have the freedom to do it, you just like absorb as much as you possibly can. And I'm guessing it feels like an overload to you because it felt like an overload to me. I mean, I'll I'll say that I there weren't I I, I didn't have a lot of restrictions going up growing up. I, I was allowed to watch The Simpsons. Um, something a, a big kind of blind spot culturally for me that I, I feel like. Uh, that does I, I it makes it really hard to like talk to people casually is like i uh, sports like the sports world is kind of a huge cultural blind spot to me even though i have a U of O shirt on right now but uh <laughs> i have uh i have been getting better like um like last night i i watched the dallas and tampa game but i think that's because I like watching sports games when like the stakes are higher. Like last night could have been, and it might be, who knows, uh, Tom Brady's last game that he played, which is kind of interesting. You could also be classified though as a fair weather fan. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I'm a fan particularly of anyone, but I, I don't know. I don't know, you know, players names. I don't know, you know, I, I don't know if, uh, any 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 sport football basketball wrestling i know is a big cultural one that people are into like i don't know that's kind of a huge spot for me i would agree with you i sports um i don't follow any and and i have a tough time with it because i don't find them terribly interesting like when you're at a live event it's fun because there's Mm -hmm. like the the sort of um energy that goes with it like the of of the people that you're sitting around and and you know watching is is fun and i'll do that for any sport that i'm uh, uh, any sport that i've attended live i've really enjoyed but as far as televised um sports the only thing that has kept my interest has been uh soccer when i watch soccer but i i don't i don't seek it out really um, so I, I would, I would agree sports and, and I'm also, um, another thing that I find that I'm pretty woefully, uh, ignorant of is, um, I'm not re- well read. Um, Anna reads a ton and my mom's a librarian and my folks and my brother read a lot. And I just, um, at an early age, I wasn't a very good reader and that was an excuse for me not to sort of spend my time doing that. Um, and I, and I'm kind of bummed about that. Cause there's like a bunch of good books out there. Like uh, even like a lot of the classics, like I haven't, I haven't read, I've listened to a handful, but like, I'd agree with that as well. I, uh, I struggle with sitting down to, to read a book. I get too distracted. Um, I don't, I fall asleep. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> It's not, but it's also not something I'm good at. Like I was, I guess I never was properly trained on how to read a good story, like the way it was supposed to be written. It's just, these are words, read the words. And I never register them as like, oh, this is um, a, a exciting James Bond book. I would just read them as like word, 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 word. Oh, I see. So I couldn't like actually put the story together. Um so this is it's uh, something that's a bummer, which is why like autobiographies are 
the ones that I can actually read. This is kind of a side tangent, but something I learned is that um, there are people, and maybe Matt, you're you're one who can't picture the actions going the on. Story? No, like I can't. Like if you like if somebody says the word apple, like what is in your head? I mean, just a, an apple. I like, guess. can you picture like but an apple, like what an apple looks like, and all that? Or um, yeah, I mean, I can picture that, but like if. If I'm reading a story and like it's, uh, I'm not familiar with what the story is. I can't piece together because I'm trying to just read the words mm-hmm. out loud, and I can't make the story happen. Mm-hmm. So it's just because I, just I was reading words. Reading a, but I can't. A while ago, about people who like can't visualize things, like they just have no. Their brains don't work that way, and. I don't know. I feel like I have. I a... can visualize it. Like if you if you say object, I can visualize mm-hmm. the object. But if we're reading a book, I can't visualize the story that I'm reading out loud. Mm-hmm. I am sort of always jealous of those um, sort of depictions of reading of like someone falling back on a bed with a book and then like suddenly they're in like a wondrous <laughs> land of imagination and coolness. And I'm just like, I haven't really gotten there. One thing that I... Um, yeah, that I, sounds awesome. I know. Uh, one thing that I find interesting, Anna and I talk about a lot, that she reads a ton of books, and I uh, I do not. But um, but all of the books that I read, I can, I can basically tell you everything that happens in the book. And, and it probably has to do with the, the you know, the the volume of consumption is just so much lower. So I, I have the capacity to ingest all of that. But, um, but Anna enjoys it like in the moment, but it, that, then it's pretty quickly. Like she, she remembers like the general story. Um, but I remember detail, like I remember details and I think it has, um, to do with the fact that I'm a slow reader. And so every word I, I give weight, a lot more weight to every word, and, um, anyway, I can remember like if we read the same book, which doesn't happen often, but if we read the same book, I remember details far, far better than she does, um, about a story or about, um, you know, a character in the story. So yeah, it's Krisha interesting. It's reads, something that we talk about, but she reads all the time, but like, I don't know. I, I, I used to be a better reader, but I feel like lately the only time I do read is, right before bed and Mm -hmm. i'm only good for like 10 minutes maybe (laughs) before i I get sleepy so i like i I haven't been uh i I don't know lately i've been kind of a bad bad reader but yeah like she like she's read like four books already this year and (laughs) jeez and I, I, I'm I don't remember the last four one. books that I read. No, I'm still I'm still on my last year's book that I think I might have started the year before. But, but something like <clears throat> I keep buying books that I intend to read, and then you know, I don't know. Uh, another thing, another kind of blind spot for me, I think, is music, especially newer music. Like I don't, um, I do prefer a lot of older music, and I never kept up with modern music um i mean with streaming and all that it does make it easier i guess but like you know i i don't know i couldn't name 
popular songs right now, you know, like yeah. post Malone. I haven't even listened to pre Malone. You know. Hey, Jesus God! <laughs> oh, wait, wait, where's my? Wait, why isn't it playing? Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to play the drum. Aww. The sounds aren't working right now. Soundboard's um, down. I I had previously gotten all of my musical um, taste from you uh, lot and um, and Luke, my brother, um, because he's very musically uh, interested, and he's and he has an eclectic taste. So I have always leached off of uh, the people in my life. I'm I'm very much a follower when it comes to music um that i consume so i i would agree with that also music i'm i'm pretty you know if it's on i i, I hear it there we go what that didn't work for us i don't know well anyway never mind one yeah one thing that uh is in in regards to musical taste is i don't use the platform anymore but i should because i really enjoyed the way spotify or uh, sorry, um, Pandora used to just simply say, this is the artist that you want and this is what you get. And it was very good for exploring and discovering new music. Mm. Um, and not necessarily new as in modern, but just new to you. Uh, and I don't think Spotify does a very good job at it because it clearly is listening to you. Like when I was um, working at the brewery, we had a guy who played nothing but like, string cheese incident and dave matthews band and i i despise jam bands i hate them but spotify puts together a discover weekly playlist for you and every fucking thing was like banjo picking like it was obviously listening to my environment a lot yeah so that's one thing i do enjoy about the old pandora i mean i, I will say I you know, recorded music has been around for almost 150 years. So whatever has been released in the last decade, you know, doesn't even scratch the surface of what there has been in the past. So there's a lot still to discover as a person in the past. And I kind of like finding old songs that I like and things. So, um, and I have, uh, a long time ago, um, I was exposed to, Django Reinhardt, which was, um, I guess it's old, like minstrelly music. Um, but that I've introduced that to a couple of people who I, I really enjoy that still that plays in the background. That's just like, that's really like peppy and, uh, and, um, sort of old timey. I enjoy that, but yeah, I, I, yeah, Brandon, I, I, me too. I, I find old, old music that i'm like oh, this is nice <laughs> you, ever, you would uh, uh you guys would you guys would actually like pokey lafarge if you haven't heard of him pokey lafarge he's uh he's a new he's a new musician but he records on all old kind of like jd mcpherson but he's not necessarily rockabilly um his music's fantastic he looks rockabilly. and he like he he would definitely sc scratch that itch for you is that the right way to say yeah. it yeah mm -hmm. um well after you guys ridiculed me for saying i'm gonna tie one on <laughs> or tie one off 
I've learned. I've learned that I uh, all of my all of my analogies are <laughs> are wrong. I, I was uh, curious. Uh, I did a little research with this question. I was. I, I do watch a lot of movies, and um, I was looking at the so IMDb has a list of the top 250 movies that are rated on there. So from high, it's all user ratings. So, right. Um, you know, I, I kind of take it with a grain of salt because like, you know, like I, I don't think like Avengers infinity war is a better movie than Jurassic park or Mad Max Fury road, even though that's what the mm-hmm. list says. Right. But, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I but I counted how many I haven't seen, and I haven't seen 110 movies on that list of so, of the the top 250 highest rated wow. movies on there. So you got work to do. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, a blind spot. Nice. Well, but the other part of the question is, how do you plan on rectifying or tackling the your blind spots? Well, you you go get go get sick, stay home from work, and watch 110 movies. I do also want to give a shout out to physical media, because in the age of streaming, I think if you like something, you should get a physical copy of it. And then, I think that's fair, because you know they can pull the licensing anytime if you you know in quotes own something digitally. Physical so. copies are cool too, <laughs> and they take up space, which is fun to deal with. I know. I uh, have started getting 4k dvds of stuff oh shit uh anyway (laughs) with that why don't we take a break and uh enjoy some music or movies or tv shows or works of art we have missed (laughs) we'll be right back and we're back this is the part in the episode where we do the lightning round Oh, oh, there oh, it is. It's back. Ooh, thunderstorms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the soundboard. Well, working. if you made it, yeah. If you made, <laughs> well, yeah, if you made it this far, uh, you'll know that we do the lightning round. We ask three of us three questions. Spend a minute to two minutes, oftentimes more. Um, Brandon. Have you ever gone viral online? Hmm. I don't think so. I uh you don't you don't think so? I don't think I have. I mean, I'm not like Star Wars kid or anything like Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like well, there's always tomorrow. I mean, my my tweets get very little engagement. Uh <laughs> to my knowledge i don't think this podcast has gone viral yet so (laughs) shit if you were to if you were if you were to go viral for one thing what would you want it to be um it'd be nice to have like i think like a funny tweet like something that people think about often like i know that sounds stupid but no no that one of those phrases of like this lives rent free in my head i was just about to say the exact same fucking thing yeah (laughs) Yeah. like (laughs) rent free ones but i mean you like you go on instagram and it's all like tweets like people are just copying tweets and like show you know so i think yeah like a funny tweet 
we'll work on it and then we'll do our best to make you go viral yeah, we'll 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 do our part work up something funny do say something funny funny man <laughs> jesus <laughs> Guess Jake. what, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Jake, you ever gone viral? I sure have. <laughs> no, I don't know about viral. I don't know what that means, really. But but um, my we've already talked about it. But my most viewed uh, YouTube video has twenty five thousand views, uh, or twenty six or something. It's a lot. It's a lot more views than any of my artistic pieces have on the online, and it's of me shaving my head. And, um, I found a niche audience of, uh, folks on the internet that, um, fetishized my shaving of my head, which was, you know, which is fine. I'm happy to provide that. I just didn't intend it, but that's fine. Uh, one neat thing about YouTube is that, um, uh, there's some analytical stuff that comes with the posting of a video that you can see, (laughs) you can see where it's embedded. And uh, I was like, ooh, what's this like? Before I realized, I was like, why? Why Why do people like this video so much? Super, super just like naive. And I clicked on the site that was embedded in. And the first picture was, or rather the first thumbnail was a, a video. Um, and the thumbnail was a, a, a guy on all fours and he was naked and his balls were tied to a table. And um, another person was shaving their head. And I was like, Oh, I was embedded here. And then the next video was me. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) okay, this is where I am. This is what I've done. Uh, Perfect. And so anyway, we'll put that link in the bio. Yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, funny. At first I, I, you know, I I think I used to be embarrassed by it, but now I'm just like, "Eh, well, you know, whatever. Hey, you can start an OnlyFans, get another revenue stream going. Listen, the, 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 the thought has don't don't um, yuck somebody else's yum oh no, for sure for sure i'm here for it yeah well um what about you, i i have gone uh there's a filter that i like to put on my kids oh yeah <laughs> on instagram of them when they're doing mostly eating but it puts little mustaches on them and i started doing it a couple of, had a couple of uh reels on instagram and then i woke up one day and I had, just a second, sorry, I have to cut that out. I had to go look at the video. It has 6,801 likes, but it has been viewed 374,000 times. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, and then the follow-ups were 16,000. Uh, I got a 30,000. Um, yeah, so... Apparently, people thought it was funny. Yeah, nice. and I didn't. I I thought it was mostly just funny to me. Did you get any comments uh, but, from strangers? Oh yeah. Nothing about like balls taped to a table. <laughs> well, you're uh, missing out. You're missing an entire market, my dude. <laughs> they're most. They're, they're, uh, yeah, they're just like laughing faces. Uh, one just says, "Vote for Pedro." <laughs> um, <laughs> she looks like Cheech. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Nice. That, that's pretty much it. They're all they're all just funny, people just being silly. Uh, but it, yeah, it was to the full house. The let's see. And she just looks at the camera at the right time and like smiles. The timing, the timing couldn't have been perfect, more perfect. But uh, <laughs> yeah, still makes me laugh. 
Anyway, that's what I've gone viral for. Nice. Next question. Uh, Brandon, what is your favorite rainy day activity? Uh, I really enjoy playing board games. I think that's uh, my wife and I, we play games, listen to records. Nice. Do you, uh, do you, do you all do puzzles at all? Uh, no, I have puzzles, but I don't, uh, saving them for a rainy day. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, Jake, what about you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, board games. We're a board game family. We've got some good ones. We've been playing a card game with, uh, actually Matt, you guys would, might like it because, uh, Ren, my youngest, who's going to be four in April, um, he, he can play it and it's just, uh, it's called, um, what's it called? Monkey something, something, something. We've too, got some too good many, board games. That... Too many monkeys. It's like a card game. It's a pretty simple card game that we play like after dinner before uh, school and stuff. Oh. It's, it's nice. But nice. yeah, board games and, and puzzles, but mostly board games because we have kids. <laughs> we did, we tried doing a, what was that puzzle? I have a Neuschwanstein puzzle, which is really pretty that we haven't uh, completed. Um, what that is because of kids. Uh, Neuschwanstein <laughs> is uh, is like the the real life Disney castle in Germany. Oh, it's a it's the uh, I forget who it was Ludwig von something something. Um, uh, was a king and he sank the country's money into building uh, old timey castles. So it's not even that old of a castle, but he he built it and 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 put the country into a recession or a bankruptcy. Anyway, that, it's great a, puzzle it's, for kids. It's, no, yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> Any sort of puzzle gets uh, demolished by by children. Uh, and and that's you know that's their right. That's what they're born to do. So get get keep puzzles away from them. Uh, so board games. Oof, that was a long one. How about you, Matt? Um, yeah, I uh, I'm not that ambitious. I don't I like I my patience with board games is not great. Uh, so if it's a rainy day, we have nothing else to do. I would say it's either have something like get something in to cook that can be cooked for a long time, like a super stew or a broth or a bread or a yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and then just watch movies i like if it's rainy outside I, I like to be lazy puts me in a lazy mood uh i agree um with matt the cooking something for a long time or making bread which like like a like a long ferment bread or um one of my all-time favorites is making stock on a rainy day when you're just going to be stuck at home anyway because it makes the house smell great and you can use up old old uh, vegetable brines and skins and stuff. The uh, the other thing that I enjoy doing, and we've established this, uh, is I like to take naps. Oh. <laughs> so if there's nothing you can do, like nothing really beats uh, listening to the rain on a roof, and being cozy in bed and looking out the window and sure your house smells like broth or bread or whatever you're cooking and you're just like ah, got yeah. something on the stove to do. go in take a nap <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm just gonna leave the gas on fall asleep with a know. cigarette and then <laughs> 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 oh, that's why instant pots are so nice 
they're relatively safe. Yeah. <laughs> I Anna, yeah. Anna, that this is something that Anna and I dis, Anna and I disagree on, which is leaving something on the stove or leaving the oven on while you like for instance like I'll I'll start the oven when I go to pick up the kids. And like it's not that Am I am I way off base? Is that that's not that? No, you're not. And and uh, my wife Kara actually read a report about uh, having gas appliances in your house, and now it, and it, how it leads to asthma and other potential diseases. So now we have to like always have the hood fan on <laughs> when we're cooking and like the air filter going. Really? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't look at the article, so I don't know how compelling it is, but. Um, I I've always been one to be like, eh, if it's on low, what's going to happen? Like, is a flame going to jump out of nowhere? Yeah, probably it could, I guess. Yeah. But if it's like, but if it's, if it's ignited and like you're cooking something, yes, it could potentially blow out or something, but like, I don't know. It would do that if you're awake. True. I'm not sitting there watching it. See? See? <laughs> Not there to watch water boil. Well, yeah. All right. Okay. Next uh, Next question. Brandon, what never fails to make you laugh? I'd say Jackass. Um, any of the movies or show, I, Jackass always makes me laugh. Yep. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. <laughs> Jackass is pretty funny. <laughs> I'm gonna say, same. I, yeah, I feel shame, you know, at some points when I laugh, but but it still makes me laugh. So, oh, I don't. They're on camera for a reason. They they elected to be there. No, 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 not shame for them. <laughs> they, I know oh, they for did laughing that. at it. No shame for myself. Be like, all right, come on, grow up, Will Helmy, <laughs> let's go. Oh no, I like I will I'm going to say the same thing, jackass, but like more specifically just seeing people get like hit in the groin unexpectedly or people falling on ice is is always hilarious. I mean, I I do think one of the funniest lines in a move in the history of cinema is the first jackass movie uh after Johnny Knoxville gets concussed by Butterbean, and then he like comes to it and he says, "Is Butterbean okay?" You know, okay. <laughs> That's like the funniest <laughs> line in a movie ever. Uh, I like. It's interesting. Uh, I would not have guessed that. The uh, you know the hand, um, the the wind up hand around the door when they were having people bring yeah. like breakfast in or whatever. They were bringing soup. Oof, that makes me laugh hard every time. <laughs> There's yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's that's pretty much that's it. I think we all agree on the same thing. <laughs> I'm sure there are other things also that make me laugh consistently that I that I can't really. Uh... I just don't want to vocalize them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, there's um <laughs> this is really stupid, but um there's a commercial that comes on TV occasionally that always makes me laugh that it's um it's like a, a it's one of those like penny auction website uh commercials or it's a commercial oh. for like a penny auction thing and uh 
uh, there's a like they're going through. It's like I got these headphones for a dollar or whatever. And then there's a guy who's like, I got this set of luggage for forty dollars, and like that's how he says it. <laughs> and it always makes me laugh. And I always have to point it out to Krisha anytime it's on. But anyway, there's there's actually two other things. Uh, one, I just got notification uh that it was like the 30th anniversary of the hover round commercial where it's those two ladies that are on top of this giant rock <laughs> and it's a helicopter circling them and they're like how'd you get up here and it's like their old voice it's like hover round, hover round. it's like echoing in this canyon <laughs> but which feeds into Cruise, the, the to the inventor of the hover round <laughs> yeah yeah so it, but it feeds into the um the infomercial where it's that old lady's voice and they're making fun of the information like, hey, you want this fucking garbage? Just oh. throw it in the microwave. <laughs> it's like we went on a we went on a tangent of watching that for like hours one night. Yeah, I was laughing so hard I was like in pain and like crying from <laughs> um, yeah, we Have were... you seen those, Jake? I don't think so. I don't know. Like So there was it's what's it, what's the one it's one specific lady one, it's and like, she has like all of Well I mean the video is uh maybe we'll have to like put a link in the description of this episode or something, but it's um, a lady selling like these dump cake pans or something. And uh, <laughs> like they, they dub over her voice uh, the way she talks like this. And it's like a really funny voice. <laughs> but she's like swearing. and Yeah. And uh, we watched it. Uh, we were in Bend, I think. And uh it, uh, Matt, Ryan, and I, and it was like, I don't know, they just hit right and was so funny to me. But nice. anyway. I was also thinking, I, I also find a lot no, of... It's called jabby dubs. <laughs> jobby, jobby dubs. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, I had to sneeze. I, I, I find a lot of Key and Peele sketches to be very funny. I They, they consistently... I can rewatch them and they make me laugh pretty hard. Sorry, folks. I had to. I had to look up a YouTube video while you're. Uh, see, never fails to make you laugh. Anyway, hopefully, hopefully, we've provided you with with a few laughs uh, on this. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, qualified nonsense is the thing that you consistently laugh at. <laughs> like that <laughs> uh, it just makes me feel worse actually <laughs> <laughs> well we don't have a booing uh, button here but that's good let's keep that keep it that way <laughs> kathy mitchell is her name kathy mitchell kathy mitchell okay <laughs> so thank you all for listening special thanks to marie and austin for this week's questions Send your advice questions to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials, qualified underscore nonsense on Instagram and TikTok or at QN Podcast on Twitter. Don't forget to rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. We'll see you back here next Wednesday for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>